We uh, we uh, last couple of weeks we've we've uh, gone out of series because it's been uh, Palm Sunday and then uh, and then Easter Sunday and, and and we'll pause again for for Ascension Day and then uh, and then around about seven weeks we'll we'll focus in on the on the day of Pentecost again. So we so we'll we'll have a few little um, not interruptions but a little little uh, little. Uh, steps aside to kind of consider something else, but we're we're back into our series uh, um, rhythms of grace, and um, the first the first four sessions on this we focus primarily around the interior life uh, of a church and of its people. Um, uh, first we looked at surrender as being the way in and the way on. Uh, then we looked at uh, growing in grace and knowledge. We looked at living from above, uh, where where Christ is seated, and uh, and then the then we looked at listening. Uh, you know, how do we how do we listen to God? You know, how do we hear Him? Oh, there we go. All right. So, so we're up to the second part. And, and I'd encourage you if you um, if you missed those ones, uh, you can get them on the on a podcast. You can get them on the Easy Church app. You can get them off our website. But I really encourage you if you missed any of those or you want to refresh your, your memory of those uh, to go into those and, and, and just have a listen. Um, so in the second part of this series, we're going to turn our attention outward. You know, how does the grace of God affect uh, the people and the world around us? You know, God, God does this beautiful thing in us, but that's not where it stops. That's just the mere beginning of this. And, and the intention is that this would change the world around us. And uh, like, you know, as we were saying, you know, we've just finished celebrating, remembering the, the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus. And, um, and it's perfect that we spend these next few uh, Sundays leaning into what's his mission amongst us. And so I, I want to start this morning with this, with this, um, this thing of faith. Um, now, faith's, a, faith's both a wonderful word and a troubling word, a word because probably for a lot of us, we kind of go, I wish I had more faith. I don't feel I've got much faith. Um, you know, where do I get faith from? You know, I look at other people and they seem to be so full of faith. And, and uh, for me, I just struggle with it. You know, and, and each day sometimes is pretty tough going. And um, so, so we're going to look at this thing of, you know, how do we relax into faith? Because faith is actually meant to be, it's actually meant to be easy. It's meant to be the most natural thing, a little bit like breathing. You know, we we generally, you know, unless we're profoundly sick, we generally don't worry about our breathing. We just breathe in, breathe out. You know, and um, and in lots of ways, faith is meant to be that same thing. It's just it's a it's a normal part of being a follower of Jesus. Now, faith, hope, and love are known as the the three theological virtues. And the reason they're theological virtues as opposed to virtues that are, that are humanly focused, you know, we often think about other virtues, and we, but, but they're always, we're at the center of them and we're developing them. But with faith and hope and love, they come from the center of Jesus. They, they come from God. It's his life within us that's that, and his activity in us that, that um, develops those virtues. And these three things, faith, hope, and love, is what God forms in a church. And when we become a church, when we become a follower, and when we become a church, what God does is he begins to form that within us, and it enables us to love and to serve those people around us. You know, faith, hope, and love is absolutely essential to every church. You know, in our, um, I think on our website it says something like that, we're a community of faith, hope, and love in the inner city. 
And um, you know, so so what does it what does it mean? And, and when you when you're reading the scriptures and you come across this word faith, what does what does it mean to us? What you know, what kind of bounces into our head? Um, I had a in my early foolish young days, I had a wee brush with the with the word of faith movement, which is you know the name it name it and claim it, blab it and grab it, um, or you know whatever whatever expression you know. But but it was very much that kind of thing. Oh my gosh, I've got to be careful what I say because I you know my confession has to be the same as what I'm believing for, and I, if I you know if I express any unbelief, it's never going to happen. And, you know, and it was it was this awful, tormenting thing of you. I've got to be so careful about my words and my action. If I'm praying for rain, I've got to carry an umbrella with me everywhere. You know, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's. it's <laughs> It was, a, it was a crazy thing, you know, which is why I kind of call it my young and foolish days, um, you know, which finished this morning. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, hopefully it's a wee way away. But, but one of the words in the New Testament that, that's translated, and, you know, and we are, we are so grateful to the translators that, that, that they took the, the, these letters and the Gospels that were written in a language that probably none of us know, and, and to the best of their ability, they kind of take those words, you know, Greek words or Aramaic words or Hebrew words, and they, and they take them and they, and they interpret to the best of their ability into, a, into the English language. Uh, and, and one of the words that, uh, you know, when we read about faith, it comes from this from this Greek word pistis, and but the same word can be translated as trust. It can be translated as faith. It can be translated as faithfulness. It, you know, it, it, it's in, a, in other words, the translators when they kind of open up those original documents, they said, now, which one best fits the context? And um, and so you know, faith and trust. And faithfulness, you know, in reality, are interchangeable as, as the English translation of that Greek word is. And they're trying to figure out what's the, what's, how does it best fit the context. But essentially, they're all the same words. And one of these words, faithfulness, is going to be the most important word as we kind of lean into this thing of, of relaxing into faith. And, and again, you know, because one of the things we're going to center on is that faith is not a thing that we try and muster up in ourselves. You know, faith is not a, it's not a what. It's a who. It's centered on a, on a person. Um, James Bryan Smith, who you know we're we're kind of loosely referencing in this series, but he says this: What is faith? Faith is acting on what you do not know, on the basis of what you do know, but you don't really know. You know that that's and so we'll stop there. <laughs> But that's the reality of what faith is like. It's, it's this crazy thing of I, I I know this, but I don't know it, you know. But I'm hoping that it's going to hope that it's going to come around, you know. I, um, for me, I'm in my I'm in my 65th trip around the sun, and and in those 65 years, I I've seen the sun come up each morning. I you know I've seen I've seen winter come. I've seen summer come, and, you know, and. And yet, I don't know that, there's that the sun's going to come up. You know, when I went to bed last night, I kind of went to bed with full expectation that it was going to happen, that there'd be the, that there'd be a sunrise, and you know, it was a misty one, but it was, but nonetheless, it was a sunrise. But but in reality, I, I don't know for sure because I have no control over that. Um, but but what I do do is I, is I have a calendar that's full of future events. You know, I've got a, I've got a bunch of things that I that I've kind of teed up with people and and organisations and various things this week, kind of knowing that. I bet you the sun's going to come up, eh? You know, <laughs> 65 rotations. It's been pretty good so far, you know. And 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 I so so I believe it. Uh, and it's based on this on this kind of thing of over 65 years. You kind of look back and go, it, it's 
that's pretty certain. Um, again, in the scriptures, this is what scripture in, in Hebrews, and Hebrews is a fascinating book because um, it kind of gives us a, a beautiful Jewish insight into, into this Christian faith. And um, in verse 1 in, in Hebrews 11, it says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see. Uh, again, a little bit later on that same, in that same chapter, it says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So I, I want to pose a few questions this morning. You know, first of all, is it, it be this question here: You know, what does faith do? And and all of us sitting in this room here would know this: that that we wouldn't be followers of Jesus without faith. You know, there's the, some of us who are probably just can't remember a time when we didn't know God, that we didn't that we didn't have faith in God. You know, some of us are, are poss- you know we raised in a Christian home, and we've just we've just always had that that lovely sense of knowledge that God's real. You know, and we and we just grew into it. Others others of us may have had a, a kind of a crisis conversion or others of us may have had a, a slowly a slow progressive conversion but in reality what faith does is is it enables us to believe God uh, right back in the Old Testament it says that Abraham believed God and he counted it as righteousness as being as being in right standing because Abraham believed him he says you're going to be in this in this right place with me and what God does is he is he gives enough faith at the beginning to believe and to be saved and to begin this journey you know and in reality he does that for all but not everyone necessarily will respond to that in the moment but he's but he's constantly he's constantly calling people forward he's constantly inviting people come follow me i'm real uh, and again so so faith one of the first things it does is, is, it, is it establishes our first relationship with god but the second thing and, and again this is probably what i want to focus a little bit on as a church is is it changes faith is intended to change the current reality that that, that in the beginning uh, you know Genesis one, two, and three. You kind of read this. You read this account, the the story of why humans were created, um, more than how they were created. But but it's it's this deep sense of you know this this was why God created humanity. One to have relationship with God, and two, to have dominion over over everything that's created. That that our job when 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 He spoke to Adam and Eve and He said this. This is what you're here for. I want you to name the animals. I want you know. There's a garden here. I want you to look after this garden. It was always about this thing of of caring for creation, uh, and we're created to co-create, and and the only lasting way that we can do that is through this tool or this process or this force of faith. That that this thing that's kind of, you know, one sense it's a hard thing to define, but then it, but in reality, nothing happens without faith. Nothing changes without faith. It's, it's the tool that he's given us. Uh, Jesus said things like this. He said, with, with man, this is impossible, with, but with God, all things are possible. You know, and, and, and again, it's this reality that, that what God leads us into is he leads us into impossible situations. You know, and probably if we went around the room here this morning, probably all of us could name a, a number of impossible situations that we're facing that we can't change. But we know this because we've had relationship with God. We've lived with, you know, we've, we've walked with Him over a period of time. We kind of, I, I know we can change that. I, I'm powerless to change that, but He can. And Jesus, in, in John 16, as He's preparing His disciples for for His uh, death, burial, and resurrection, He says, "Until now, you've not asked for anything in My name. So ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete." And so you, it, it's a it's a fascinating thing that that all through Scripture. There's this, there's this, almost a subtext in all of it. That it, you know, sometimes it's explicit, 
But lots of times it's just implicit. You know, that, that God's saying, go on, have a go. Ask me something. You know, ask me something impossible. Ask me something that you have no power over. Uh, and so what faith is, faith is, faith is this thing that, that but without, in this beautiful relationship between humans and their God, we get to change situations. We get to co-create. We, we get to go back to that Genesis exp, ex, expectation that we've been given this to care for, that we've been given a world, that we've been given people to care for and, and to see changes happen. So the question would be then, you know, so then how do we get faith? How does this, how does this thing grow within us? And, and I want to talk about these three little statements here. They're just kind of my, my mental doodlings. But, but faith, faith is, the, is the result of choosing to act on the knowledge that we have up to that point. You, you know, so what I mean by that is, you know, when, when I first met Victoria as my wife, as a, um, I was 21, and she was also 21. And we met at this little, uh, we, we met at a YWAM discipleship camp. And uh, she turned up at a breakfast table. Some of you have heard this story. And, uh, and what first attracted me was, she is so sassy. I like that a lot. And then I loved her, uh, her eyes and her smile, and, and I enjoyed her, uh, her company. And, the, you know, and there was this reality that we were at this Christian discipleship event together, me, me as a virtually a brand-new convert. Uh, and, and her is, you know, gosh, she's, she'd been a Christian for three years, for crying out loud. She was well-experienced. Um, but... <laughs> But in reality, I was not prepared to, to, to trust my heart or my life to the stranger, no matter how much I was attracted to her. That, that it took time. And, and, and what happened was over weeks and months, I just grew confident in taking the risk to trust her with my life and with my heart. It, it, it came out of this thing of just, of, of just getting to know her. And, and, and faith is, in the, is, is a similar thing. It's a result of the knowledge that we have up to that point. That she hadn't hurt me so far, you know, and why, why would she choose to? I, you know, I, I didn't think she was a psychopath. I, sort of, I hadn't checked her police record, but I don't think she had one. But, 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 you know, but, but what, everything that I saw was just like, I think I can trust her. And, and, and she's such a hottie. Um, and, I don't, and I don't think she's in the room, so, that's, so I can say whatever I want, right? <coughs> um, again, you know... It's the same as, as uh, what have I written? Faith, faith comes from what we read in the Bible and take into our heart, not just our brain, but, but it's formed by what we read and then nod and go, yeah, I believe that. I affirm that. I let it take root in my heart. That this, you know, that, that this, is, this is how God begins to speak to us. You know, it, it's the same way that we get to know God and understand God, that he's trustworthy, he's always good, he's always right. I don't always understand, but I begin to trust, and that and that trust is becoming faith. And in, uh, in Romans ten seventeen it says that faith faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. In other words, we hear the gospel, and what it does is it forms faith in our hearts, and 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 this and this faith comes by what we read, you know, and we and we become confident in it. And, and then a third thing about faith that, that I guess I've kind of noticed, and, and, and I think all of us could probably affirm this, that faith is continually formed in us by looking back over our shoulder and noticing what's changed over time, as we've asked. 
you know, it's, you know, some people, some people find it helpful to keep a journal, like a, a prayer journal, or, you know, others of us, you just kind of go, oh, yeah, that's right, I asked about that, and it's happened. You know, so this faith thing is looking back over our shoulder and kind of going like, he's, he has actually changed things. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I know for, for this, I'm not the person I was 12 months ago, that, that, that things have changed. You know, I, I know that I've grown, you know, and, and so we know this, that it's just continually formed in us. Um, and another verse, and this was a verse that that my word of faith people, were, you know, were were really strong on. You know, they were like, "Well, uh, Jesus said this. Truly, I tell you that if anyone says to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that the, what they will that, sorry, let me read that properly with uh, the English language. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes." What they say will happen, it will be done for them. And therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you've received it, and it will be yours. And in that particular phase of my life, everything was about don't doubt, don't doubt, don't doubt, just believe it. Just, you know, I, I know I look sick as a dog, but I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. You know, uh, you know and it was, it was a very, very odd time in my life. Uh, but, but it's, you know, and sometimes I think we kind of read scriptures like this and kind of go, oh my gosh, you know, I, I just can't, I can't let doubt be in, in my mind. I can't let it be in there. Because if, if I doubt just for a moment, it, you know, I'm done for. You know, it, it's just, you know, and, and Maybe you don't feel that same thing, but the reality is this. Doubt is never an unqualified certainty. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be faith. No, sorry, faith is, faith is never an unqualified certainty. It, 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 you know, I, I think doubt gets a really bad rap in the Christian world. See, see my experience over the years has been this. You've got to make doubt your friend. Because doubt is not a destination. Doubt's the journey. Unbelief is the destination. You know, unbelief is I don't believe this. You know, when people say they're agnostic, I just in, in my head I'm just kind of like, no, you're just lazy. You know, you, <laughs> you just haven't grappled. You haven't you haven't wrestled this thing to the ground. You know, it, it, it's you know, there's nothing wrong with doubting, but doubting's meant to move you forward. Doubting's meant to kind of go. Can I, if I look back over my shoulder, has he been faithful? Uh, I look at my friends, has he been good to them? You know, over over two thousand years, has God done what He said? Yeah, you know, and, and so there's, there's this reality. See, it's interesting that the word that's translated again, it, you know, n this is not being mean to translators, but, but, it, but the word just means to evaluate and consider and then not do it. That, that's, that's, the, that's the kind of implication of what doubt is, but it's actually, it's not the, so therefore don't do it. It's actually just the evaluation part. It's, it's to stop and evaluate and then kind of go, has he been good to me? Has he, has he been faithful up to this point? Let's press on, you know. So like I say, you know, doubt's a journey. We've got to make it our friend. Doubt is that thing that causes us to dig deeper. It's, it's that thing that, that causes us to just ask more questions. You know, and, and faith's got to go through that process of doubt. That I hear right? Can I, hear, can I trust God for that? Has he proved faithful to me? And yes, and so we move on. And what, and what happens in this process of faith is that trust, you know, we, we, we initially, we trust God. We hear the gospel and we kind of go, well, you know, there's no one else offering this thing to me. So, you know, this, this thing of relationship with God. So I'm going to trust him. But what trust does is it leads to faith. And, and, as, and as faith grows in our heart, it, it leads to faith-filled moments. There's moments when, when there's something within us that kind of goes, I think I can believe for this. And we ask him for something audacious. And it happens, which leads us to being a faithful people. And to us, 
together becoming a faithful presence in our world and in our community. So, so what faith does, so I, I, guess, the, I guess the thing that, I, that I'm longing for us to hear this morning is, is, that, is that God's with us all the way through this journey. He's not asking us to somehow summon up this incredible emotional feeling of, I believe it, I believe it, you know. But, but it's actually meant to be this thing that over a period of life, Faith just grows and it turns us into a faithful presence over this period of time. And we, and we don't always live in faith-filled moments. We, we, we'll visit them, we'll have them, because that's part of following Jesus. You see, faith, faith is just simply us working with God, not trying to summon up some internal confidence. It's not trying to summon up some, some, you know, some boldness within us. It's, it's not belief without proof. It, it's, but it's, instead, it's trust without reservation. Saying, I, I, I believe in him. And quite frankly, at this point in my life, there's, there's nowhere else I, I'd go to, you know, than, than to keep falling into the arms of Jesus. You know, it, it's us, faith is just us putting our little hand into the hand of God and saying, let's go. Let's, let's give this thing a, a crack, you know. See, I, I think in its very nature, faith is meant to be relaxed instead of being this stressful thing. I think he invites us to lean back into faith rather than to kind of, right, I'm going to make this thing happen. I'm going to pump, I'm going to try and pump myself up. See, faith is a, faith's a fascinating thing. Now, now, one of my main mentors and in in one of the founders of, it, of the movement that we're part of is John Wimber, and he said, he said faith is spelt R-I-S-K. John had a particular uh, spelling problem. He would say things like commitment is spelt M-O-N-E-Y. -E, uh, -E I, I mean, he just... Clearly was not good at it. But anyway, sorry, that was a, that's a terrible, like, that's a granddad joke, that one. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he would say faith is spelt risk because, because it's never certain. It's always, will God come through? Will he, will he honor this? If we know for certain it's going to happen, it's just, it's just kind of taking the next step. But it's the sense of, I don't know if it's going to happen. But when I look back over my shoulder, he has been so faithful. When I, when I look in the scriptures, he's always good. You know? When I look back into, into experiences in my life, you know, he's, he's been amazing to me. And so, so the question I want to pose us this morning, as a church, you know, and, and we've, we're trying to shape this series not so much around our personal spirituality, but around what, who are we as a church? What do we do as a church? And, and the question would be this, what audacious thing could we ask God as a church? You know, what is it that we could ask him? You know, we, we look at the question, what's the next season for this church? What's he got for us? What, what's the impossible that he wants to bring from impossible into possible? What's the thing that we couldn't do that he could do? And, you know, we, we're going to come back and we're going to worship and we'll, we'll do some of those things. But, but you know, I, I, I'd love for us just to relax into this thing of faith. You know, that, that figuratively we'd look back over our shoulder and say, he's been amazing. You know, isn't it incredible what he has done already and, and what he may do yet? You know, with the simple message of the gospel that Jesus died in our place and that he has ascended and is sitting at the right hand of the Father and he's interceding for us. And, he's, and all through the scripture, there's this message, go for it. Give it, a, give it a go. Take a risk. You know, and we relax into that faith. We're not, we're not looking to stir up any fervor, but we're looking to just kind of go, what might he want to do with us as a people?